It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sin than the God that can deliver you from your sin. You worry more about doing wrong than doing right. But but if you understand, when I talk with the Lord, when I let God know, he already knows anyway. So if, if I make God my senior partner in relationship, he's going to empower me to have victory over the things that's putting me down in my life. I say, God, if you love me then, I know you're in love with me now. Then can I, can I take, talk to you all about something right now? I learned this, that... If you don't learn how to love you, it's going to make it hard when you have to deal with other folk. Because the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you don't think too much of you. He is jealous for me. Love's like a hurricane, I am a tree Bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I'm unaware of these afflictions Eclipsed by glory Then I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us all. Oh, how he loves us. Yeah. How he loves us
me glad. Thank God for those who joined us in our early bird service. We're going to get another very interesting subject in the area of faith. I hope that's something we got you guys to where you need to be. Help you walk in your week that's an uh, upcoming uh, week. You know, we, you got to learn to walk by faith. The Bible says, and we walk not by sight. We got to believe and declare the things that things are unseen, are seen. We want to get moving here for those of you coming online. We want to go to our speaker show to catch us live online. You can do just that. You can go to www.speaker.com. And when you get to the search bar, you go to the search bar and type in Charles Ellis. You see me standing in the, the actual program with the suit on. That'll bring you right into the show. But uh, we're going to open up with prayer here in just a minute. I'm going to have a little door to my cellar that opens up in prayer. A little shy, but, you know, hey, 
So we've got to learn the work that God is doing, you know, because one day we won't always be here all the time. So we got to pass on the baton to our children to do the work that we're doing in the season which we need. So God bless you guys for joining us in our worship service. Uh, we're going to be actually dealing with some areas in the book of 2 Timothy, and how perilous times, dealing with perilous men and women. How we're looking at that day that uh, it, 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 the word does declare, you know, it, it'll be a great falling away, and we're in that season as of right now. But God bless you guys for joining us here at uh, Harvest New Life Church and Harvest New Life Studios. We're going to be actually setting it off here in just a minute, and we're going to actually let the music solidify itself just a bit, and we're going to come back. And we have a young daughter, Marcella Ellis, to open us up in prayer. A little shy, but she's got what it takes because, you know, you know she's in the past, but time to chip off the old block. So we're going to move forward. And we thank you guys once again for being with us on this service here at Harvest New Life Church and Harvest New Life Studio. started here. daughter's a little bit shy, but you know, she got to learn to do the work. And uh, I think she got to what it takes to move forward and she continue to listen to her. Uh, obedience of her father, you know, she's going to go a long ways with what she's doing. Most ain't willing to do this type of work because sometimes it can get tedious and sometimes it can get, you know, as we say, headache the more. But uh, we're going to believe God that uh, she's going to give us a good prayer as we open up her service. And uh, here's my little daughter, Marcella Ellis, to open us up with prayer, okay? Father God, I thank you. Talk up to you. Say, Father God, I thank you. For this day. I thank you, Father God. You're giving me the opportunity to be on the show with my dad. So we thank you for this opportunity, Lord. So we ask you to keep us. And keep us safe. 
we go through this word and declare the word that comes from the kingdom of God. Say these things. I pray not of myself but of the power of the most high God. Amen. But sometimes when I kind of put on the you want to say you have something that you want to say because you're on the radio right now. You gotta keep your attitude in your right now. You don't really want to. Well, we thank her for our prayer. She said she didn't want to, so uh, you know, sometimes she got to get games down there that she wanna play with, so Kind of let her go and play with her games, but you know, it's always good to train a child up in the way that they need to grow. They won't depart from the past, so it takes a little work. And I think she's going With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm going to get what you need to be as we continue to get forth in our service. I hope y'all enjoyed a small prayer. I kind of ushered her along when doing the work. So uh, she gets stronger. And she gets a little bit more mature. You don't want to push them into the direction. You want to let them kind of ease into it themselves. That way they won't get... You know, kind of, you know, discombobulated, just distorted as they grow and learn the word of the kingdom of God. But uh, once again, we thank you guys for being with us. We got ready to get started here at Harvest Life Church. A few announcements. Uh, I want to give thanks to uh, Pastor George Kraft out there at uh, the Abundant Grace Ministries, as well as uh, Pastor Mike out of Israel, who's now over in the city of Connecticut, uh, state of Connecticut doing some ministry over there and also we want to get the out this one to uh, Pastor John Graham for Indian Tribals Ministry. He's uh, doing a great work over in India. I tell you, some power of God is moving in that ministry and the work he's doing. But we thank God for the opportunity right now to be on the air with you guys as we go forth and get ready for our service here. And uh, as I said before, I thank you guys for joining us on our early morning service, our early bird service. Uh, we were talking about the area of faith over in the book of uh Corinth, no, no, I'm sorry, not Corinthians. It was over in the book of Hebrews. Wow, you know, so much goes through, uh, you know, my mind sometimes. Well, God give me revelation, but we're going to be in the book of Revelation, but we want to stay with the book of Timothy and we're going to reveal some of the things that God has been given us in the last days and which we are in. Now, the God, you know, now when you look at the book of James, it says we're not living in the last days, but we're living in the last hour, you know, in First John, the second chapter, around that 18 verse. So, we want to get ourselves together and come forth in the word of God. I want to thank God for, uh, uh, my co-host, I didn't say my co-host, my co-pastor Patty here, my wife here, and uh, 
uh, here at Harvest Black Church is going to be assisting us in going forth and doing the word as we continue to uh, search the scriptures and cipher out the word of God and see what the word of God has to say in the season with she is. She's a mighty woman of God, very, uh, as I say, very laid back, but yet still cares a power. She's not a really, you know, outbursting woman, but she cares a soft work, but she's got a big stick, you know, in her spirit. But God, thank you uh, for joining us here once again. We're going to get started, and uh, we enjoyed you guys for being with us on this morning. We're going to give you another song here. I'm going to play a little bit more music, and we're going to move in. After you hear the music, you'll be coming in and uh, starting this worship service. Just, just like I say, once again, i uh, got to get my words right. Once again, we thank you guys for joining us here at uh, Harvest New Life Church and Harvest New Life Studios. I hope you guys enjoy the service as we go forth. Amen.
you know what? Yeah, yeah, that strategy is just to say thank you guys for joining us here on our Action Broadcast. You hear what the Word of God has to say on this morning. Remember our services that we usually have. It takes place out at uh, 1970. We're going to come to our physical gathering, 1970 East Dove Road. And uh, we're going to be out there to God say otherwise. Remember, we are, we are a team that we move. You know, we move in the spirit. Our job is to go out to all the world and proclaim the gospel. We're going to be in some different areas of the city coming up next month. And we are praying to God that you give us grace and we continue to go forth and do the work he's called us to do. That we don't believe we dwell, we, we, we call to come to a box. I mean, that's fine. But we call to do something greater in the body of Christ. That we go out to all the world and proclaim the gospel. I mean, he sends us out to do the work. And if we go out and do the work, God makes us. He gives us the areas which we must go in. And he gives us the things we need to say when we need to say it. But uh, let's get in and get moving. And, and uh, let's see what the word of God says over in the book of uh, Timothy. Second uh, Timothy, third chapter. And let's look at some of the increments and what he's saying about this word that's coming forth on this morning. As we get ourselves prepared here. Go over to the book of Timothy, as I said, verse 1. I'm going to turn over that with you as I go through some different things. I want to say, say also to my beautiful wife, it's on the radio with us this morning, the co-pastor Patty Ellis. Co-pastor, you want to go ahead and greet, greet the people? I mean, as they give the audience something that lets you know that you're in the house here. God bless you all today. We just thank you all for just continuing to be with us here on the radio and, and to be with us in spirit. We appreciate everything that you continually do for this ministry, and we thank you, thank you, thank you, and continue just to keep in, in touch with us, and and just to let us know that, that you're hearing us. We see the, the statistics, but we'd like to hear from you as well. God bless each and every one of you. Amen, amen. It also is also a contact number. It's like those of you go to the website, and we always offer the opportunity for you to come into a prayer with us, to be able to pray and just hear what the word of God has to say that's coming from the kingdom. We, we, we don't deny any prayer. I mean, we, won't, we don't cast anybody out from prayer. That's one thing we can't do. Despite whatever your circumstance or situation is, we believe God is a God. that He's a, he's a healing God. And whatever it may be that's going on in your life, finances, marriages, uh, decisions you can't quite make in terms of get somebody to mediate with you that's really walking in the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit. But we're going to get into this word and we're going to see what the word has got to talk about in the last days. You know, say it'd be a great falling away. And as we go over to First Timothy uh, uh, verse 3, starting at verse 1, we're going to get some increments on what the word of God is speaking right here. And uh, perilous time with perilous men and women. It said, but know that in the last day, not only said that perilous times will come. Now, we want to make sure we get an understanding that, that perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers. Listen to the things he's saying right here, which is going on right now in the world in which we're living in. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, wow, slanderous. Without self-control, brutal, despising of good, teetors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Now, 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 I, I want to stop right there, but I want to, I want to, I want to stop right there and come back and kind of review these, uh, these areas of what he's talking about because this is some strong words he's saying about a person who walks strictly in disobedience. Before we go over to, over to verse five, now, now, co-pastor Patty's going to read this. <coughs> And uh, actually, uh, uh, John <clears throat> John B. Phillips version, and it says some really strong words 
uh, in uh, J.B. Phillips, for those of you who have J.B. Phillips uh, uh, New Testament, it's going to show you something that's going to really hit hard in that J.B. Phillips. And then she's going to read on with that. We Co-Pastor, go ahead and uh, let's get a, another uh, Ariel. Now, this is a J.B. Phillips she's going to be reading from. But you must realize that in the last days, the times will be full of danger. Men will become utterly self-centered, greedy for money, full of big words. They will be proud and contemptuous without any regard for what their parents taught them. They will be utterly lacking in gratitude, purity, and normal human affections. They will be men of unscrupulous speech and have no control of themselves. They will be passionate and unprincipled, treacherous, self-willed and conceited, loving all the time that gives them pleasure instead of loving God. Wow. Wow. I mean, can we can we go a little bit more on that just to the next verse, uh, the next few lines? I want to get something out of that because I want the audience to hear what she's saying. Uh, that, that that part of of uh, just if you can catch is it? I believe it's in the sixth verse. Just just look at six over there. I'm gonna get in with you in this area, and I'm gonna do something different from a different version because we want to get a clear understanding about what he's saying. This is what we're dealing with. This is what we're coming across. You know, God is not speaking to just the world. He's speaking about the church in the world because now we are falling out of line which God has declared us to be. These things are not just happening in the world, but they're happening in the house of God and along with us in our families as well, among our families. And the Bible declares that we should strive peace with all men. So we don't have the difficulties with men outside the body of Christ, a family outside the body of Christ, because we got to understand what Christ has done, uh, what he has uh, said about his word. He said, a prophet is not honored in his own country nor in his own town. Jesus had these things, even when with his own people. But they looked upon him as being Joseph and Mary's son. They didn't see the immaculate conception that was upon him and the mighty move that God was about to do in his life. And because of people being disobedient, this is the kind of thing the devil comes to fleece you on. And we're going to read about that also, how the enemy comes in and drives us out of what God declared us to be. Can we go ahead over there and first uh, co-pastor over that? Is it six over there, Phillips? Let's look at that six right there. They will maintain a facade of religion, but their conduct will deny its validity. Wow. You must keep clear of people like this. Now, notice what I'm saying. Of a side, they have a form of godless, but they deny the power of God. In other words, what God is saying that we live in right now, that we get so much information and not enough revelation that we fall and we go into the house of God opposite of what the book of Jeremiah says over in the book of Jeremiah 1 and uh, 7. Uh, and, uh, matter of fact, when you, when you think about Jeremiah 1 and 7, we're going to go to two places before we go ahead and go on in scripture and get some breakdown on this. I want to bring you to an area of Bible, I'm in an area of the uh, study this morning, and I want to take you back with that one word she said. Those two words she said about they'll be they'll be they be contentious, they be they be like haughty minded. The Bible said a man should not think of himself as being more than the other thing. She declared in that word that they be full of words, and the word of God declares decrees according to the book of First uh, Corinthians. In that second chapter, if you go there, no, the first chapter, yeah, first Corinthians, yeah, first Corinthians, the uh, second chapter, and you go down to that eleven verse. Paul said, "There come a time when men would even understand their own selves, for a man would only know the things of a man, but no man would know the things of the spirit." In other words, they replaced the spirit of God with information rather than revelation. But this is the thing about it. They'll come with a form of manifestation, but not believe in the word of God and denying the power that of. And they believe that they're doing it rather than what God is doing. You got to hear me talking because the spirit is about to move in this. I want you to hear what I'm saying. 
that we live in a time now that we get a form of godliness. In other words, a lot of emotions that we see that's running around. And God is demonstrating his power by saying, look, if, if, it's, if it's of God, then it's going to be revealed through God. In other words, the Bible talks about spirits talk to spirits. Over in John 4, 24, we don't have to lean to what we feel is right because once the Holy Ghost is infilled and engulfed in us, we'll come to the revelation, the knowledge, and understand that we can't get we can't get manifestation if we don't get information in revelation. Deliverance is fine, but if not proven to the fact that God is showing the signs of what he's doing, then it really, really adds to not. Because what we have now is a bunch of words just being coming forth. And people can get very excited over how people can oratorically perform the dictionary. Saying mighty words that sound good. Full of big bolstering words as the woman of God said. Now, I want you to hear this once again. As she said again over in the, the book of, uh, was it uh, Timothy? Second Timothy, by that sixth verse, when she began to speak about it. Listen to it very carefully. This is what we have right now that's going on in the body of Christ. Go, Pastor. They will mean maintain a facade of religion but their conduct will deny its validity you no. must you must keep clear of people like mm. this wow their conduct will be a facade they have a form of godliness in other words he's saying they draw close to me with their lips but their hearts are far from me they are put on performance and shows to make them feel from an educational point of view that they really understand what they're talking about see man is already wanting to supersede and be over man but the word of God says we got to come to a place now in the body of Christ that it's no longer you that's do anything, but it's a growth that's in you. I mean, John makes that very clear in the book of John 14. He talks about believing not that I'm the father, father me. But if you don't believe me, believe me for the works that I do. The word of God declares when Paul came to Thessalonica, and even to talk to the Thessalonians, Paul said, I didn't come with volume of scripture or speech. I come with demonstration and power. Even though if you're a man or woman of God, and I'm telling you, listen to what I'm saying. You got to hear this. Even if you're a man or woman of God, you have lost all of your, you lost your home. You lost your, 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 your marriage. You have lost your, 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 your dignity about who you are. Your name has been spreaded throughout the world. And the people looking at you, if you ain't got what it takes. See, Apostle Paul was a stickler of the law. He's a proven fact that even when he went through the very trials that he went through in his life, God declared a decree that he took a murderer. Even though we know Pastor Paul didn't put his hands on anybody, but he gave a command that was coming from the high priest with those with those murderous jailers that he was rolling with. If you ever done a study about those jailers in Rome, them were some bad cats. Them guys were some hit men, but they came through the commandments what Paul told them to do. Paul really never laid his hand on anybody because Paul gave the command. He was just as much as responsible for the people who been dragged up to the high priest and imprisoned about the things that went on. What are you saying, Pastor Ellis? This is a time that we're living in at this time now that the power of God will not fall in the revelation and demonstration. It'll be more or less denying the power and have a form of such that people will turn away. And the Bible declares according to the word of God, he said in the sixth verse of the King James verse, he said, well, they be short. And there are those who will creep into houses, make them captive of not just gullible women, loading them down with sins and leading them away with, with various lusts. The man will be called away the same way. You know, they have a. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Form of learning, not able to come to the knowledge. You know, their ears begin to come itching. Now, we're going to get over there. Now, I want you to see something here. Now, now as I move, I want to show you how we all uh, this word of God has all says that this hottest is coming back. And I was talking to a man of God uh, just the other day, and I want to say, I don't want to say his name, but how the form of witchcraft control, like he says over there in the third verse, un- unloving, uh, unforgiving, slanderous, self-control, brutal, despising good. This is a form of witchcraft that's in the body of Christ as of right now, as we speak of. Now, you can speak of it any way you want to, but I'm telling you, I'm speaking from the Spirit. You can get any kind of commentary you want. But I'm telling you, these words are controlling words. Whenever you fall into the area of disobedience, that's witchcraft. It leads you away from uh, what God wants you to be with the person he's put in place. Now, it's got so bad in the body of Christ. Now, the leadership is falling the same thing with the body of Christ. In other words, the, the, the leadership is compromising with the prisoners because of what they want the multitude or the money that's still coming to the house of God. And this is how they want them to be. So we're going to blend in with what they feel they want. We're going to appease and please them rather than tell them about what the word of God is and the truth of what has been told. So in other words, for us to keep the congregation to keep what we want, we got to mingle in with them. And we got to have the shepherd's heart, but we got a shepherd's heart, but we're mingling things together. The Bible says you shouldn't mingle things in with the blood of Christ. We're mingling things in to satisfy the people in such a way to make them feel good about what we're doing is pleasing to them rather than the leadership that's in place. Now, listen to me when I'm talking about this. I want, you, I want to catch this. I want you to catch this. Now, we go over to the book of the King James Version. I want you to go over to the area of the book of Ephesians. I'm going to have my wife to stay right where she is because she's reading out of the, some of the different Bibles and we're going to get the this thing and we're going to show you what we're talking about in terms of how we all uh, once fell away from the faith we all had a death sentence on our life but in the word of God he declares over in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 he made made a very strong statement here about some things that we need to look out for as we walk forward and being men and women of God now 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 don't give me don't don't take this to a different way because this is what the word of God is saying it says grace comes through faith we understand that Faith to believe that according to what we hear, he said, faith is the evidence. He talks about this in the book of Hebrews. I can't see it, but I got to believe it. When we see things as out of line, according to what we read over in 2 Timothy 3, we will find out that our conduct will be totally out of order. And it will line up with the revelation that God has said is coming to pass. He said, in the last days, men will be carried away. There will be a great falling away. And this is the very thing that we have in the world today with the, with the giant boom of technology and all the things that's coming in on the scene. Men seem to be more after greed than after the God. In other words, it talks about in the days of Noah, when he began to warn them about it's going to rain, where well, they thought he was some kind of crazy old man out there in the middle of the desert slapping some wood and some tar together. But God began to bring forth that drop of rain. Man didn't understand because in those days, we read our Bibles correctly, the ground was irrigated. 
It wasn't rain. So they looked at it as being a knot. In other words, it's raining as of right now, but we don't see it. But it's raining a different type of rain. That now the spirit of the Antichrist is falling upon the world like it never have fell before. We're dealing in a time now, ladies and gentlemen, where the government is going to be a big part of the rise of the Antichrist. You got to hear this word. You better hear what I'm saying. Because this is what Bible, this is what the word of God gets most of it at. He says over here in the book of Second uh, Corinthians, of Second Ephesians, um, the book of Ephesians chapter 2, and we were made alive who were dead not trespasses and sin. Now right there tells you that we all was born in the sin, but we ain't a part of sin. That God has given us ability, according to Jeremiah 1 and 5, to have the very gift that's in us to be off to be, be elevated. That we walk in the area of circumspectly. To know that we are called to be Ephesians 2 and 10. Am I in there with anybody? If you wrote down Ephesians 2 and 10, you'll understand what I'm saying. Well, let's look at Ephesians 2 and 10 before we go back to Ephesians 1. And let's look at it in the commentary point of view uh, from the area of the good news translation. Now, this is what the word of God says about us as being man, woman, and God. God has a union. God has union. God has made us a union. In other words, God has made us what he, God has made us what we are and our union with Christ has been been created has been has created us for the, for a life of God for good deeds excuse me which has already prepared us for today now 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 when i go back to the king james version i want you to hear this really again i'm going to read this once again over in the Good News Translation, over here in the 10th verse. Listen to what he says right here. I'm going to take my time on this guy. I know Pastor Ellis get them moving, and you'll miss these things because I move in the Spirit. I'm not saying I'm saying anything to, to, to pull you away, but I want you to hear. God has made us. He has made us, you and I, what we are. What were we made? We made with a gift in us according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. He made us what we are. We're designed and engineered to be what? A union. A union, that union declares and decrees according to Psalm 133, <clears throat> excuse me, how good is it for men to dwell together in unity, in unity, unity, team bring forth effort. God has called us to come together to be one. The Bible declares and decrees over in 1 Corinthians, he tells us the opportunities that we have when we walk in the spirit, all the self same spirit. You can turn your Bible, you read 1 Corinthians, or in 1 Corinthians over there in that uh, that uh, 12th chapter in the 7th verse, he talks about the manifestation of the Spirit. And he talks about all these are by self-same Spirit, the Spirit of uh, the spirit of interpretation of, the Spirit of a healing, the Spirit of, 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 of moving forth, the Spirit of interpreting of tongues. All these things come together in the same soul Spirit. Now, 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 I want to get you to see this real clearly because I want to misquote. And I want you to mishear what the Holy Spirit has given me and how I'm coming across these things because now the Holy Spirit has given to me that what I need to bring on to you. Now, he says right here real clearly in the book of, of Corinthians, that's one that's that's state. We're going to stay with Ephesians 10, 2 and 10, but we're going to come back to the top of Ephesians 10, 2 and 10. And then we're going to go back over to the book of Second uh, Timothy. This is the times we're living in that the word of God said they are denied. This is what I'm reading over here in First Corinthians 12. Listen to me. He says in 1 Corinthians 12, he says it like this, for the body is one. No, well, let's start in the seventh verse. He said, but by the manifestation of the spirit is given every man to profit with all. We ain't talking about prophecy to come together, to join a unified body, to be a union, as he says over in the book of Ephesians 2 and 10. He said, he said, for is given to the spirit, the word of wisdom. One is given the spirit of the word of wisdom. Another, the spirit of knowledge. He's putting the team together. That we all one. We're one body. We're not separated. And what do we have right now? It's big eyes and big U's. The bigger my church, the more people I have, the more popular my name is, the more I'm on TV, the more better I say I am. Now the devil is a lie. 
No, God gave it to everyone to have everyone to have the opportunity to the right to the tree of life. That we all designers, I heard Apostle Von Peake say over there in Arlington, that we all are ministers in the word of God. We all to come together to do the work of what God called us to do. But we got to believe according to what the manifestation is. God is manifesting and manufacturing us together to be one of creation. To come together as the whole body. He goes on and says in the ninth verse, to another is given faith by the same spirit, another the healing by the same spirit. Now notice what he's saying. You got a healing ministry, you got a faith ministry, you got a, a ministry of, of, of wisdom like Mike Murdoch has. Mike Murdoch's not outside the body of Christ. T.D. Jake is not outside the body of Christ. Bill Wentz is not outside the body of Christ. Bishop Archbishop Duncan Williams is not outside the body of Christ. These men are within the body of Christ and revealing those things from an inside source. They declare and decree the things of the times will come to pass in the season which we're living in. Men are falling away so quickly. Because you know why? Because we go back to the book of Ephesians. We see the very things in the book of Ephesians. We have been separated. The Bible said we once was outside. But now we have been made alive. Who were dead in our trespassing sin. We once walked through the course of the world. According to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit. That worketh now in the sons of disobedience. Come on, somebody. This is the very thing we're reading over here in Second Timothy, uh, uh, Timothy 3. It's a nature of disobedience, slanderous, boisterous, proud, blasphemous. That's all in the area of disobedience. These are the things that's happening in the body of Christ today. But we keep on moving forward and keep walking in tradition and man-made religion. We're going about we're going the body of Christ. Every day, every Sunday, maybe three days a week or four days a week, we keep on trying to compete and do things in what another body of Christ is doing. We're more or less trying to get buildings and establish ourselves to be a part of what God said is not. He told them a prophetic word over there in the book of Mark 13. He said, see all these buildings? Every one of these stones going to fall. What happened? Around 17 to 67 AD, Titus, the Roman general, came in and tore all that stuff up. God is speaking prophetically in the season which we're in right now. It's okay. That you know to go into the builder, but understand why the building is for the building for you designed to bring people in and send them back out. What are we speaking about here this morning? We're talking about events and situations going on in the life that we live right now is in perilous time. The body of Christ in the world is in trouble, and if we can't resort to our knees and begin to break strongholds and begin to divide the unions between what the devil is doing and what Christ is doing, we are going to fall in the midst of where we are. It makes a very strong statement. It makes it very clear what it says in Ephesians two or ten that we are made. Alive, who are dead in our trespasses of sin, once we all walk the course of the course of the course, course to the according of the course of the world, according to the, the prince of the power and the air of the spirit that now worketh in the sons of disobedience. Look what it says. Among whom we also, or we also, whom we also, we are all once conducting ourselves, or conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh. Come on, somebody. I ain't got to tell it to nobody. Everybody knows they had something that's going on with them. But we keep getting this thing in our mind about we born with a silver spoon in my mouth. That we ain't got nothing right. That we, we can't do no wrong. Well, let's go back to this. which says in Romans 3 and 23. He said there's not one right. He didn't say it. All men have fallen short. Let's take it back to Romans 3 and 10. Where he said there's not one that's right. But God declared in the creed according to Ephesians 2 that he came to make you alive that even when you was messed up, tore up from the floor up and either check up from the neck up. You had spicy language and everything else going on. But God is about to reveal some things through the spirit in the last days. I want you to hear what I'm saying because this is a word that's coming from the kingdom. You got to see what I'm saying. Men have been pulled, discombobulated, twist, torn, and torqued, and more to move to what we call inspiration rather than revelation. Let's go on. Let's see what he sends over here. They'll be full of what? Desires of the flesh. Minds will be the natures of children of wrath, 
What about others? All this he's speaking about is the same thing he's speaking over here in 2 Timothy 3. These things are happening right now. But God says something over here in Second in Ephesians 2 and 4. But God will, but 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 God who is rich in his mercy, am I in there anywhere? Do y'all hear me? God who's rich in his mercy, because he has a great love, which the love he had a great love, which he loved us, even when we were in our trespasses. He made us alive. And together with Christ, by grace, what you and I are saved, that he raised us up together to be made to see what am I talking to somebody together in heavenly places. God said, I've given you power. I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power. And I've given you dominion in the name of Jesus. How dare you come to me and you try to elevate me on a name of what a man is giving you. If you can't come together collectively, then you need not to come together at all. Because the Bible declares and creeds like this. You ought not to think of yourself as being more high than you ought to think. But we all come to the revelation and understand Christ has got to work for each and every one of us to do. Now, I'm not saying that you disobey your leadership, but your leadership need to really know as me being a man of God, not to think of myself as being something more than what I'm not. I'm not to fleece the people in the name of Jesus. Can I, can I take y'all somewhere for a minute? Now, I'm moving here, but I want you to Stay with me here because the co-pastor Patty's going to come in here and I want her to go with me and I want her to read if she can. I want her to go to the to first um, Peter and we're going to go to our Bibles. We're going to go to first Peter. We're going to look something first Peter five. Y'all roll with me. All this is coming together to bring forth a revelation to break the very Antichrist and that very demonic spirit that's on the body of Christ in the season which we live in. The Bible does declare that faith coming by hearing. Didn't he say it? And hearing come by the word of God. We got to read what he says on Romans 10 and 17. The Bible declares in Romans 2 and 7, he said that he who has an ear, let them hear what the spirit has, the spirit has to say. He didn't say the education. I ain't saying nothing wrong with education. You can get all the PhD degrees you want. But see, God said, I'm not coming to you and declaring in a volume of oratorical performance. I'm coming to declare a word to you that in the season which you're in, that you got to get the people up out of loader bar, that they're stuck. And I'm coming soon to reclaim that what I brought on the earth to be the dominion of what I declared in the earth today. But they keep on running to the same thing all over again. The Bible said they're like blind leading the blind. They keep falling over the edge. Everybody keep walking behind one another. Can't do the same thing that somebody else is doing. Oh, you come to my church for my, for my event. You come to my church for my event. Because you don't come to my church, then I won't come to your church. Am I in there anywhere? You made to be alive yourself. God has called you to have your own plan. The Bible declares decrees according to, uh, uh, well, I'm just all over the place in the name of Jesus, but you got to hear this word. The Bible declares the word according to the book of Jeremiah 11 and 29. He said it like this, for only I know the thoughts and the plans that I got for you. He said they are good and not of evil. God said I got a plan for you to supersede far beyond any man can imagine even think of. Am I with y'all? Are y'all talking to me this morning? I want you to hear what the word of God has to say. Now he talks about some things that even in the significance of being a man of God in leadership, that God has designed and engineered us to be that what God has called us to be. I want to get you, I want to take this one. Let's go to 1 Peter. Let's go to 1 Peter here. And let's go over to 1 Peter. Let's look over in uh let's look over in 1 Peter uh 1. Let me the 1 Peter. Let's look over there in 1 Peter 1. Let's look over in the the fifth um Look over in the fifth verse. I want to take my time with this. I want to see something here. Now, now we read on the fifth verse. Are you there, co pastor? Yes. Look what the co pastor is saying over here. Pastor Patty is saying over here in First Peter 1 and 5. I want to read her down to the, about the fourth verse. And I need to get you to see an understanding of what I'm saying here. Go ahead, woman of God. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Mm. The faith is given unto you to be revealed unto you the last time. Now, now, watch this. 
Now watch this in the New King James Version. Now she's going to go to 1 Peter. She's going to go to verse, she's going to go to chapter 5. And listen to what he's saying in chapter 5. Now he said these things will be kept to you to be revealed in the last day. But this is what we're getting in the last day. This is the correction, how we're supposed to shepherd the flock. But we're not getting this. We're getting something opposite opposing what God declared in the season which we're in. We get more or less a, a, a fleecing that's going on in the body of Christ. We're getting a peddling of the God word. And God simply tells us how we need to conduct ourselves as being leader. Be you apostle, be you pastor, be you prophet, be you evangelist. Am I in there anywhere? Be you teacher, be you pastor, be you teacher. God is rooting this for everybody. Now, this lines up with what all of us are supposed to do. All of us are supposed to line up with this according to what it says over in the book of Ephesians 4.11. He talks about the apostle. He talks about the prophet. He talks about the evangelist. He talks about the pastor. He talks about the teacher. This word that he's given in 1 Peter 1 and 5, he talks about the very thing that we should do as being in the body of Christ. Come, come on, woman of God. The elders who are among you, I exhort, I who, I who am a follower, elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those who entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Hmm. Sounds pretty good to me. That this is kind of some of the things we're dealing with in the body of Christ now. It, it's all about what we say, uh, accolade. What I got and what you don't got. And I'm moving around and I, I'm saying things that I know are not. So see, see, when the truth is told, you don't want to hear that. Because it, it, it almost like you, you put you put spoil in their game. And they don't want to hear that. There's evangelism, the man of God walking the prophet. I'm designed to bring forth the truth. That's an apostolic anointing to bring forth the truth in the body of Christ in which we're in today. We got third world countries starving all over the world. We got men seeking the body of Christ and fleecing the body of Christ to build monuments of bricks and mortar. And we dwell in those bricks and mortar, not knowing that we send programs out according to what we think is right. In other words, you put a business world into the church. Well, we all know that's a separate entity. It's not designed to be that way. We cast the Holy Spirit out. We lean not to our own understanding. We, we, we lean not to God's understanding. We lean to our own understanding. And Proverbs make that very clear. You know, the Bible makes it very clear in Matthew 6 and 33. We ought to get on our knees as being in leadership to be able to lead the flock which is among us. To be able to seek God for the revelation that has been revealed to us that as we shepherd the flock among us being overseers we're not to do it with compulsionness or willing but with compulsion but willingly i don't control you i don't make you do anything that's the problem we have with a lot of men that don't want to come to the house of god because people don't want to talk they want to talk to you like you belittled that they got a little bit more education than you and that's not supposed to be like that if you're going to talk to a man you talk to a man like a man's supposed to talk to a man if you got a son in the church or a young man in the church of god talk to him with respect as you would do your own son or your own daughter Treat them with dignity and respect to show them things that they need to know and they may receive what God has in store for them. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm go back to you. I'm, I'm giving you all a lot of information, but I want you to go back and continue to hear this word over and over again because it's 24-7 word that's on this station. Now, when we go back to the book of Ephesians, or the book of, uh, uh, let's go back to the book of Timothy. Let's go back over to the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy. I want to see something here in 2 Timothy. I want you to go back and I want you to understand that what we just read to you over here in the book of First Peter and 5. All the scriptures we just, well, I hope you got your pens. I hope you're writing this stuff down. Because when Pastor Ellis comes in with something, I'm going to be giving you. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to let you have it. 
And you may not want to understand it because I'm not going to move with all this enthusiasm. I'm going to make you jump and shout and turn around backwards and turn flips. And then you run outside the church and then you be opposite what the word of God declared. Or you be like what the word of God says in the book of Matthew, the seed sower. When I go out and sow a seed, you don't get it. Because you stuck with tradition and man-made religion. So the seed never really gains surface. It really gain, never gains depth in you. It never really gets in you what needs to, need to come out of you. Because you ought to know that you designed and engineered with a plan from God that comes from the kingdom. That you're not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. I want to move on something here. And I want to move on this. And I want to take you back over to the book of Timothy. Because I want to really get this thing out of the way here. Because we're about to come off in the service. And I really thank you guys for joining us, being patient with you. I mean, I'll be hitting you guys with a lot. And y'all just be hanging in. I see the lines I study lighting up, being a part of what we're doing. You know, there's different areas of ministry we're ministering in. Like our Pastor Wilson, the man of God who comes on the station also. He's teaching the historical part of the ministry. That's his field. That's what he play on. That's the side of the field he play on. See, the body's got different divisions, different areas that they play in. You can't down part one of the body of Christ because it's not moving the way you want to be. You don't want the same part of the body of Christ. I'm just to walk in the area of, of, of outreach. I, I, I'm, in other words, I, I'm, a, I'm an evangelist. I'm designed to bring the fourth word to make you hear what you need to hear that's right. That if the body of Christ is not right, I'm there to bring correction under the apostolic anointing. It's not by revel it's not by what you call tradition. It's by revelation. This is the same thing Apostle Paul did, even though he was apostle. He set churches in order, but at the same time he went out on his missionary journeys and he did things, he told things to the people that was right. And they didn't want to hear it. They wanted to stone, they wanted to kill him. They wanted to imprison him and, and say they beat him. You know? And it's the same thing we get when we don't walk in line with every other church around here on the block. It's not doing what we think is right. They want to look at you as if you ain't got what it takes to get an overflow from the kingdom of God. Because why? Because you're not walking in the plan that they have. No, this is not the way you're supposed to do it. That's the way you're supposed to do it. Well, you know what? I believe when I get a map, I'm supposed to go my way. You're supposed to go your way. But I'm not so fake forsaking the road in which I'm on. Road leads to different avenues. I can't make you go my way, and I can't make you can't make me go your way. But we all must come together to be one in the body of Christ, to reveal that what God has given us to bring the body to be complete as one in the season which we're in. Now, let's go back to 1 Timothy 3. Let's go back to first Tim, second Timothy three. I'm sorry. Now let's look at this over here in the third verse. We read something in the actual uh, first Peter one and five. We want to give that. We want to get an understanding on that. Now all the things that he said about that you you don't want to you don't want to be compulsive over your flock. You don't want to push them and and threatening them. And you know you don't want to push because this is what happens. This is what, this is the very thing that's going on in the body of Christ today. When we look down on people, we look at them, we prophesy things over their life that God has already given them. Rather than speaking the gift up out of them to do the work, what we do, we condemn them and put them down. And what we do, when we get them and put them down, and we tell them things that, that God never told us. Not why I tell you, man and woman of God, don't use the word of God in vain. That's a powerful area. Don't be saying God told me and God said. Because Jesus, I mean, the word of God does say that, that, that we're all part of this body of Christ. We got to be able to gun together to jail as one. If you're on a team with me, you're playing a, whatever position you're in. If you're a CEO of my company, if you're a CEO, I'm a, C, I'm a person, a personnel in your company. We got to come together with the same man to bring forth the same vision. Every company has a vision, but the vision of the body of Christ is different. And the body of Christ vision is us to bring together and come together collectively as men, not to be caught in the times in which we're living in right now. He tells us everything that we deal with. Perilous times will come. Are we in perilous times? You better believe we are. People want to just say it. When you look at verse 3, 
uh, chapter 3, 2 Timothy verse 1, he said that in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers. He's talking about lovers. They will be lovers of what money? They'll be both. They'll be proud. What he said, blasphemers. Disobedience comes right in the era we just read over there in 1 and 5. And it comes in the same era when we look opposite, opposed to what he said in 1 Corinthians 12 by the manifestation. Every spirit comes together to be as one. Anytime you're not walking in the unity of the spirit, there's going to be a problem. There's going to be a disruption. Man won't try to help you, but they'll bombard you and put you down to make you feel that you're not speaking the same thing that they should speak. Well, you know, I don't play on your side of the field, but I'm in the body. Help me on my end of the field if I need some help. Don't don't slam us and put me down. If I ain't got a great piece of brick that I'm putting up, a great monument, and I ain't got people giving me thousands and thousands every weekend and week out, and I'm living free from living out of a work life, and I'm still, I, I'm still doing the work. I still am doing the work of the body of Christ. Now, I'm still doing the work. It doesn't make any difference. If I got a full-time job and I'm doing full-time ministry, so be it. Ministry is not based on whether you feel that because you're not working anymore, now you're living off the backs of the people to go up and down the highway and spread what you feel that you call the word of God in terms of what we call what we call oratorcalness. But you, you're going all over this place, but I want to know how many people you done, you, done get, you done healed. Let me tell me how many ministries and services you've been in. Well, every service you've been in, there's somebody been miraculously healed through the power of God. We got ministry. We got preaching. We got talking. We got all these things going on. But you know what? In the body of Christ, there's nothing more greater than the power of God coming in the midst of that service and doing what God designed it to do. Aren't you getting tired of doing what Jeremiah said? Opposite what Jeremiah said in Jeremiah 7. He said, when you're coming to the house, you need to mend your ways. You know, but condition the atmosphere with praise and worship. That when the power of God comes in, it's designed to do everything in that ministry and what it's designed to do. I want the woman of God to read this again. Uh, I want the woman of God to read this over in Second um, Timothy 3 and 7. We're going to get us turn over to 2 Timothy 3. And let's look at verse 7. Yeah, that from, verse 7. Go, go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. We'll go. From their number come those creatures who worm their way into people's houses and find easy prey in silly women with an exact, hmm. exaggerated sense of sin and morbid cravings, who are always learning and yet never able to grasp the truth. My God. My God. These men are as much enemies to the truth as James and Jabez were to Moses. Their minds are distorted and they are traitors to the faith. But in the long run, they won't get far. Their foley will become as obvious to to everybody as did that of Moses' opponents. Elaborate one, God. Give us some give us some give us something. Amen. Give us something. We have uh, we were talking about you know the, the what people are doing in the last days. And this is just showing that, that, you know, there's, there's going to be, it's not going to be, um, as obvious that could be subtle ways that people are going to be creeping in, you know, that, that if we just look at the way the society is now that we look at, you know, just if you look at the, the advertisements and, and the way that they're getting to the people, they're, they're looking at that you know we're going to look to ourselves you know they want you to to look at yourselves and what what you can gain and th that we have continually just looked at looked at that in, in the advertisements that we see 
today that we want what everybody else wants. We're not looking to God. You know, advertisements is, isn't looking to God. They're looking to the ways of the world and to get through in subtle ways. It's, it's amazing how we, we tend to gravitate towards that because as human beings, we want to look towards the flesh. We want, we want to do what, what's best for, for us, but we have to look, as, look to us as spiritual beings. You know, when we're followers of Christ, we don't look to the world. It's, we have to look at look through the spirit, not go into the ways that we feel. As the pastor was saying earlier, it's not how, it's not how we feel. Amen? Wow. Wow. I tell you, it's a, you know, when you, when you really think about this word and how what it's saying and what it's, it's really waking you up. Now, anyone who fails to hear that we were speaking today, okay, you want inspiration? Okay, go ahead. You want to go over that's what you want? Then go ahead. You want to get emotionally struck? But yet still have an unplanted seed that when you come out of the house of God and you wonder why the devil is beating you beside your head when you get out on Monday morning. Okay, you know, that's up to you. If that's what you want and that's what you choose, then that's what you need. But my job is to pray for you and give you an opportunity through the power of God in the midst of your struggle that you don't have to stay where you are. You don't have to be in that condition that you're in. You don't have to deal with that. You know, the Bible says uh, that we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart. That, that, that he's not only a God that's just, but he's merciful to deliver us from whatever it may be. You know, we, we're designed to do the work of the kingdom of God because, you know, he loves us. So so my point is this, you know, as a man of God and those who are out there listening to we thank God for you being with us. I want to make an appeal. I don't know what condition you're in. And it's not that I don't care what condition you're in. I really love to know and understand that God's got a word for you. And he's got something for you in life. It's more than me just giving you information. God got something wrong with you that'll turn it around. I'm talking about not just tonight, but in the midnight hour. The Bible declares the creeds according to Psalms 46 that he's a refuge. God wants to throw your life raft in the midst of your situation. Even you might even be in the church working in the church. But yet you're still doing things behind closed doors you know you're not to do. Because you're coming before God with a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You're one thing before the people of God, and you're seven months behind closed doors. Am I dealing with anybody? Am I talking to anybody? I know what I'm talking about because I've been there before. That you got a form of goddess, but you deny the power there is. You're asking God for things to be healed in your body, but you keep them in the same place over and over again. And you're not receiving the revelation of what God is really designed for you to have. Be quiet. Because in order for you to get the power of God in you, the deliverance of the power of God, you got to be totally sold out. You got to have a broken spirit, as we talked about on Saturday. You got to be what David said over there in Psalm 51. You got to have a contrite and a broken spirit. You got to get broke down to your knees and you got to lay out and you got to cry before God. And for God, I live and for God, I die. You got to declare the word with everything that's in your life. The word of God also talks about the area of salvation. You know, as I make this appeal to those who want to give their life to Christ, I don't know who you are, but I know one thing, I'm going to tell this to you. And the Bible says if you got an ear to hear, you are acknowledged by what God is saying. The Bible declares to me that God loves you. He never separated you. Sin separated you. People came and made things seem opposite of what you, because you didn't fail to walk in the spirit. You failed to walk in the flesh of what you see, whether you hear what the word of God has to say. And the word of God tells me like this, according to Romans 2 and 7, if you got an ear to hear, you're going to hear what the, what the flesh had to say, but you're going to hear what the spirit had to say. Now, God does bring a man into the land and bring forth the word. But the Bible does declare that you got to know how to understand the Sabbath thing through the spirit. If that spirit is on him, is calling you to the place you need to be, that you may walk in the gift that God declared you before the foundation of the world. The word of God declares and decrees according to the word of God. He said, He said, God will love you. He will take you just how you are. I don't care if you messed up and how messed up you are. I tore up your heart is. 
God is a heart mender. God is a heart deliverer in the name of Jesus. God can bring you out of whatever it is that you're in. He says, according to the word of Romans 10, 8, 9, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and he said, you got to believe. That's a Mark 9 and 23. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. Now, you can take these words literally and lightly as you want to. But as I said before, the word of God said, we're living in perilous times with all kinds of things that's going on. People are getting away with so much, and God's seeing everything. The Bible said you've got to give account for every idle word, every idle doing that's going to come up out of your mouth, in your ways, in your statues, and he talks about in the book of Jeremiah 7. But the Word of God has got a word, uh, prayer to break all of that. Am I in there with anybody? I want you to be saved. I want you to declare this word according to the Word of God. If you repeat after me, you can receive Christ right where you are, right in your dining room, right in your living room, right where you're sitting, whatever you got in your hand. You can be delivered from whatever it is. I'm not going to give you a bunch of gimmicks and nice words and, and all these different oratorical performance. Give it to you straight. Whether it be young or whether it be old, God loves you. Whatever talent you got, God want to use you for the kingdom of God. If you're out there doing something you know that's not right and you're good at it, flip it. And turn it over to doing the work of the kingdom of God. That God may bring forth and do all that he's designed for you to do in the season which you're in. Don't let your talent be wasted, but turn it away from the king. Turn away from the devil's house and turn it to the kingdom of God. Repeat this after me. For those who really want to have a heart to be saved, to be delivered. The Bible declares like this. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I repent of my sins. And I open my heart for you to let you come inside of me. Jesus, you are my savior. I believe you died for my sins and you were raised from the dead. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for saving me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, Lord. Amen. Now listen to what Pastor Ellis have to say to you. This word is not designed for you to take to the inner walls of your church. This word is designed for you to take to the mission field. The Bible said the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. God has got a word declared from the kingdom of God that is really more than you will ever see in your entire life. When you begin to understand and realize what God has called you to do, you, I mean, it will mesmerize you. When you go out to your local Walmarts, you go out to your local Kmarts, whatever you may be, Piggly Wiggly, whatever town you're living in, Myers, whatever town you're living in, Safeways, I don't care where you are. I want you to understand and realize God's got a word in you. God called you to be a harvester in the name of Jesus. He declared that according to Jeremiah 1 and 5. He put the gift in you, but Satan going to steal it from you. He want to make you go out there and peace to the world more than the peace to God. No, Pastor ain't got a bunch of fancy words for you. I'm not going to throw a bunch of degree plans at you anyway either. And if you ever need me to come guest speak at your church, look, my, 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 my phone is open. I'm always open. I don't need the money from you. I need the people to be saved. Most people come out to get so much money to be able to speak at certain conferences. I don't need all that. Because God provides for me supernaturally in ways that you can't even imagine, even understand. Am I in there with anybody? But when you go out to your Walmarts, your stores, out there in the city which you live in, you're going to see somebody. And you pass by them every day. Just remember this a word that's in you. It's planted in you. It's divinely uh, engineered in you. They're to call people to do the work and have their life a part of salvation. Giving them an invitation. Let them know that you don't take this word to your church, but you take it to the mission field. And you begin to come before the people of God and you give them the very word of prayer of salvation that I pray to you. This is Pastor Charles Ellis here at Harvest New Life Church here in the city of Dallas. I want to have my wife to close us out in prayer. We're going to leave out with you guys for more information about this ministry and what we do. I want you to go ahead and uh, go to our website. It's going to be harvestnewlifechurch.com. And there's a phone number also that you can call. There's an email. You can do a prayer request. And we, we put this out all the time. 
But only, we only want to hear from those who have a spirit to want to hear and have a love for what we're doing here at the Harvest New Life Church. I thank God for the man of God who came down from Israel to be with us on this weekend at our meeting of the of the meeting of the minds in the name of Jesus. The power of God moved right there in IHOP. But I thank God for each and every one of you as we close out in prayer. Look, get with us, be back with us again on this coming Tuesday. We'll be right back in the Word of God and hear what the Word of God has to say that's coming for the power of the kingdom. Go, Pastor. Thank you, dear Lord, for this beautiful day that you created. Help us to get this word just manifested within us, Lord. Help us to be able to go out to the mission field and be able to connect with your people and add more to your kingdom. Lord, help us to, to just be stronger within so we can be stronger with you, Lord. Continue just to work on our relationships with you, Lord, so we may be the examples that you called us to be. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your instruction. Help us as we go throughout this day and throughout this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.